0: You're listening to Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast on the BICBP radio network with your hosts, EZD Derek Jaws, T-Wave Taylor Sekaterski, Big Diesel Nick Yelich, Bold Claim Ben Yelich, and Austin Kelm, the Stat Man. Do you like great food, good drinks, and some of the best bar life in Western New York? Then head up to the Union Pub downtown or the Transit Music Lounge in Depew. Looking for a great place to go on game day? The Union Pub offers game day specials for every Bills game, as well as a great place to stop before and after every Sabres home game. They also offer beer buckets, wing specials, and more. Do you stick more to the burbs? Are you a music lover? Then check out the Transit Music Lounge, offering live music every Friday and Saturday with some of the biggest names in the Buffalo music scene. Hit them up on Taco Tuesday, or check out Burger Thursdays for the best burgers in Western New York. Both locations offer some of the best food you've ever had and a great sports and music bar atmosphere. And now, they offer catering for the holidays, too. For the most up-to-date news on the Union Pub and the Transit Music Lounge, find them on Facebook and never miss a beat. That's the Union Pub, located at 38 Swan Street, across from the ballpark, and the Transit Music Lounge at 4723 Transit Road in Depew. Stop out, have a drink, and enjoy some great food today. The Transit Music Lounge and the Union Pub are proud sponsors of Hats, Tats, and Stats Podcast.
1: What's going on, folks? Welcome back to Hatch, Tats, and Sats podcast with your host here, Big Diesel, and I'm bringing in with me the man with the plan down from the Dirty Elf, Liot Fox himself, Bold Claim Ben. What's going on, man?
2: What's going on? Chilling we're, uh, like a villain. We're going double yellowish again, you know? Always, always the right move. A couple one-two yell yeah, down the pipe, you know? Got it. Got to make it happen. All right. Well, conference championship games were
1: last weekend. And I don't know if you were like me, but I was too depressed to watch the uh the first half of the Chiefs Bengals game. Um yeah, did you watch all the games last weekend or were you depressed?
2: I I was probably doing homework. I'm pretty sure I watched the the end of the Chiefs Bengals game naturally um, as well. But um yeah, no. I as soon as the coin toss happened I started getting PTSD. I th- I actually believe I started watching the beginning of the Chiefs Bengals game and it was a little bit of a I thought it was going to be a blowout and then the Chiefs you know started blowing it and Joe Burrow was doing his thing. Yeah, and... would have been
1: super nice for Mahomes to have that half in one quarter against us.
2: Yeah. Like what the heck? Like, and I I think the biggest thing um Especially what I've been hearing around uh, the Bills fans over over at school is like, why couldn't that have been us? Basically, is that like why why did that situation happen the way it did? Um, yeah. It, well, I there's mean, a lot. There's a lot to it, and there's a lot to unpack about it. But yeah, no. Um, I mean, a lot of people are definitely happy about. Uh, the Bengals winning, but they're also not thrilled that the Chiefs just basically gave up that game. Yeah, really. folded.
1: They folded. They pissed down their leg and folded. Um, I mean, yeah, like you said, it hit the coin toss. Fortunate son started kicking into the background. and I thought I was going back to Nam. I was just like, I was like, oh boy, here we go. But then, dude, they got the, a pick. The, like the trees thing- were. Sp-
2: the trees were speaking. The bangle comes out of the jungle. Yeah,
1: it was terrifying. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be in some East Asian jungle. Uh, come on, man. Coin flip yeah. to, to decide some fate for all the glory. But, I mean, Joe Burrow gets it done. I can't roll my R as well, but Joey Ice Cold. It must
2: be a family trait because I can't do it yet. Yeah, but I for <laughs> Joey, Joey Burrow is that
1: guy, pal. Uh, he's the man, and so is Jamar Chase. Like,
2: and that's 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 a, another thing that I've also been hearing is that a lot of people are really happy for Joe Burrow, but it's it's that double-sided coin, no pun intended. Is that um, a lot of people are like, man, I really wish Josh got there before Joe Burrow did. I don't
1: care about that. Like, I don't know if that's yeah. just me. I don't. I could not care less. I couldn't care less because at the end of the day, this is not about who gets there first and gets it done like once, mm-hmm. and that he still has to go get it done once. But I mean these careers play out over a decade, man. At like for the 100%. for the top tier of the quarterback. Go back to the last generation. How long did it take Peyton and Drew Brees to get there and win? Did that make them any less of a great quarterback? So oh, I don't give a shit not. that Joe Burrow got there in his second year. It's it's amazing yeah. and it's a great start to his career. But that's just it. It's that's like Lamar. The, Everybody wanted to crown yeah. Lamar with his unanimous MVP. There's a great start to his career. That doesn't make your career. Oh, Steve no, definitely Young. Not toiled away in Tampa Bay and was was like a backup and an average starter down in Tampa Bay and then wound up a backup in San Francisco after that like he didn't start till late in his career is he any less of a good quarterback because of that no all right well that's that's what I have to say to those people that's it's it's so stupid and egotistical of yourself it's not about the Bills franchise or actually Josh Allen it's about how you feel about yourself
2: that's uh that's almost a perfect segue into what um I was I was also thinking about um and especially with the Tom Brady retirement um these these next young guys that are up right um Mahomes already has the Super Bowl win he already has two straight Super Bowl appearances so people are already saying that like out of those three he would be the next the next Brady And then you got in that AFC, the next Roethlisberger and the next Manning.
1: Yeah. But here's my thing too. You're not going to have a next Tom Brady in terms of the success.
0: There's not going to be an organization
1: who can sustain that amount of success. There's just not. So like, I think that's a tough comparison. Like I get it because that's the generation we just went through, but I mean, it's not, it's probably going to be more like the Marino Elway Kelly era if anything, you know, where they all get their shot and, you know, there's a run here or, you know, a flash in the pan there. um, And, you know, uh, it just, man, it
2: certainly, it certainly gets me excited for the future of uh, the NFL, especially the AFC. Um, I I think we'll be really interested to see um, what the off season holds for us. I mean, we saw, I mean, we'll get to it in a little bit, but we saw, yeah, stick on Nats- stick on
1: the conference championships if we can. All right,
2: um, yeah, no, I, I'm really excited to see where this AFC is going. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see these young guns, I'm excited to see, um, Mahomes and Burrow and Allen, and uh, hopefully, you know, Lamar can get some weapons um, over there in Baltimore and see what Justin Herbert can do over there in uh los angeles but like it's it's a very bright future for the afc all right
1: so then here's like let's just have some fun real quick um afc quarterbacks top five in your mind
2: josh number one um biased and unbiased pick number one love that um <laughs> this is tough just go go with your gut feeling
1: just go with your gut feeling.
2: I would probably put um, – I would Just, probably put Herbert number two. All right, so we got Allen Herbert. Um, Mahomes three, Burrow four, and then Lamar five.
1: All right, love that. I would go Allen one – Mahomes, two, Burrow, three. Actually, you know what? Let me switch that up because I did send a text message to my group chat the other day and I know how this sounds, but like obviously Josh is my number one at the end of the day, bar none. But Joe Burrow, number two, like he's he is that guy, man. He just oh, he's, yeah, he's Joe cool. Like, screw Joe Namath, Joe Burrow is Joe cool. So I guess I go Allen Burrow, um, Mahomes. Because, I mean, 13 seconds and he got down the field. And he did it in the first half, too. I had somebody comment to me on Twitter because I said he led them down at the first half to get a field goal in like 26 seconds with two timeouts. And they were like, 26 seconds with two timeouts is such a different situation than 13 with three. And I was just thinking to myself, really?
2: It's really not. But you have quite literally almost nothing on the clock at that point it's really almost the same exact scenario
1: and you got to get chunk yards you got to get about 40 yards so it really wasn't that different it was a little bit of an omen if you go back and watch the end of that first half what he can do but Mahomes at three and then I'll take the herbivore and then I'll take Lamar
2: yeah so we're definitely agreeing with Lamar at five and I I really would like to see what Lamar can do with a weapon and being healthy. Like, sure. I, I mean, do, sure. I, do, uh, I, I do like, like Lamar a lot, play. but
1: like, I don't think it's not that he doesn't have a weapon. We saw what Josh Allen did with John Brown and Colby's like, talk about elevating the play of your teammates. He'd made John Brown into like a, I mean, both of them had career years. So Marquise Brown, Rashad Bateman. Um, I mean, Mark Andrews is a stud. But like they keep Mark adding Andrews receivers received. every year, and at a certain point, it's going to have to be on the quarterback. Yep. All right, so then let's jump over to the NFC. Uh, did you watch any of that one, The Rams? And yeah, the, I watched uh, the I Niners. Watched the full thing. Heck yeah! What did you think about that one?
2: Um, I think that Matt Stafford is the truth uh, for the the Rams there, and he was kind of like uh a boomer bust i feel like in the regular season and um that narrative of he can't win playoff games and he can't win big games has as proved yeah and he proved them wrong and like i've secretly always loved the georgia bulldogs a little bit so i'm happy that they got a Nash, natty and now they got uh one of their their big guys in the super bowl now so
1: yeah, Matt um, Stafford, No Sean Moreno. What a team. Yeah. Um, but I the the whole Stafford can't win in the in the playoffs. What like that was so stupid. I mean, go like what is his win percentage in Detroit compared to the rest of the quarterbacks in time? Like, probably oh, yeah. better than everybody else's the guy was the only reason that anybody would tune into a Detroit game outside of the Michigan area. Um, and then yeah, obviously going to LA. Watching-
2: when you're watching a Detroit Lions game, especially, like, in my childhood, you're there to watch Matt Stafford and Megatron. Yeah. That is the only reason. Maybe you get a little Ndamukong Sue stepping over uh, Aaron Rodgers there for stepping a little bit. Stepping over. Or, I love that. And yeah, on, might, yeah, I was going to say, he might have stepped right on him. But, <laughs> but, like, you're you're there to watch Megatron and Matt Stafford do their things.
1: Yeah. And then the other thing I was going to say is Cooper Cup is a stud um obj Even the quarterback stud. and all of this without without robert woods but matt stafford is similar to josh allen and what i was saying earlier of elevating the play like cooper cup was and obj were always good obj was like average in cleveland um but you get a, the right quarterback the right system you know McVay's going to scheme his guys open they all buy in and they're they're prospering. Now, I think they probably should have beat the Niners by more in this game. Uh, But, I mean, you can't really question it. At the end of the day, they got the job done.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was also surprised the 49ers made it in that spot to begin with with Jimmy G. But that's also credit to Kyle Shanahan and his offensive schemes and that 49er defense. But at the end of the day, uh the Rams were the better team on that field
1: yeah and i i'm not shocked that the 49ers got to this spot with jimmy g because they made it to a super bowl with jimmy g and we're a drive away from beating the chiefs in the super bowl of jimmy g it's not yeah. that it's on jimmy g the roster is super talented they were injury hampered last year they're they're i mean devo samuels talk about one of the best pound for pound all-around football players in the league he might be it. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody that can do what Debo Samuel does. So, I mean, the whole winning in spite of Jimmy Garoppolo discussion is really what that becomes. Um, but Shanahan proved that he could drag Garoppolo within a drive of winning the Super Bowl before. Uh, I think it was more impressive by McVeigh to, one, he didn't get out of his own way in the game with the two challenges that both failed, and they were both dumb <laughs> challenges. But they also just that they were 0-6 against the Niners under Shanahan in the last six, and they got over that hump in the conference championship, um, and he doesn't have to face Belichick in the Super Bowl. I don't know. Maybe they go and light it up. Maybe we get a shootout here. I'd yeah. love that.
2: Yeah, um, this is one of the first Super Bowls where I don't have a team that I'm really – it's both teams I wanted.
1: Burrow, I got a Joe. Dude, I'm riding with Joey Burrow. He's such I, a beast.
2: I feel like I'm more on the side of, I want Matt Stafford to get a ring. That's fantastic. Um, And
1: I get it. Stafford's, Stafford's really good and he's been around a long time and he suffered in Detroit. Um,
2: But like, dude, Joe Burrow. And I mean, he said he was doing it for Harambe. Exactly. How genuine, how genuine.
1: Every, (laughs) every, every response to any questioning of do the Bengals have a chance in the Super Bowl? That's going to be my response, dude, Joe Burrow. Like it's
2: just it's Joe Burrow,
1: they this don't they the didn't perfect. have an offensive line. He got sacked nine times against the the Titans and one.
2: This like, is the perfect Super Bowl for um fuck the narrative. Yeah, I mean the Bengals the, the Bengals the haven't been to a Super Bowl in over thirty years since Boomer and, Esiason, and, bro. And sit and since then they haven't won a playoff game and they marched all the way down the Super Bowl. And on the other side, like mostly it's mostly Matt Stafford. That is basically the only part of the Rams that like is the reason uh, for flipping the narrative, because at the end of the day, the Rams are still a solid team. I was going to um, say they were in the Super Bowl. The quarterback what? situation. Two
1: years ago, three years ago, they were in the Super Bowl. Um. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not exactly. unheard of for them to be in this spot. But, yeah, Matt Stafford definitely elevates them instead of Jared Goff. Also, adding Von Miller. Uh, and Jaws made a really nice meme with uh, Joe Burrow chuckling, I'm in danger, realizing he has to play the Rams <laughs> and their D-line. And, yeah, that's going to be really interesting to see how that how that matchup goes. But they've played especially, some pretty good D-lines recently, and he just keeps on going.
2: Yeah, especially after having nine uh, sacks against him in the Titans – titans divisional game and like the Chiefs man, d still, line isn't, still isn't
1: scrubs either you know what i oh, mean no. like melvin That's ingram not. makes chris that jones. d line super legit frank clark chris on the jones, other side frank clark yeah.
2: melvin gordon like that chris jones is
1: legit so the yeah it's it's, melvin gordon. it's yeah melvin ingram but uh, you, you were yeah. you were on the right track um
2: you know how i'm with names
1: yeah so yeah i mean I'll, i i i gotta go bangles just as my heart says bangles
2: Yeah, I I think I would – I'm, like, 60-40 Rams. But at the end of the day, I'm here for a good game. Dude, yeah, this is the first time I don't hate
1: a team in the Super Bowl.
2: Like, last year, like, that was the two teams I absolutely did not want to be in the Super Bowl, mostly because the Bills were in the conference championship. And, like, I would have liked to see the Packers there, but, like (sighs) – it feels like almost every single year I've gotten to the point where I'm like, man, I really don't like both of these teams, or I really am cheering for the team that's going against the Patriots. Right. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's that's, 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 that's basically it.
1: That's so, what I'm saying. It's the first time in a while that I don't hate a team in the, in the Super the First so time I, it'll in 19
2: fun. years, 19 years that it's not big Ben, uh, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, or the 49ers.
1: Wow. That's crazy. Wow. All right. Well, um, I don't know if you saw that from the helicopter the night before about the Washington Commanders, but the Washington football team is rebranded, and a little birdie told me that our graph- in-house graphic designer was none too thrilled.
2: Yeah, what an awful way to fucking introduce your team. That's you know what you say. Holy, it. holy crap! You they said they wanted to do this right, and they spent two goddamn years to come up with the Washington commanders and not a single person was like, man, what will our nickname be? They're just going to call us the Washington commies. Like no one thought of that. Not a single person thought of that. Hear Uh, me out. Hear me out.
1: (laughs) Alexander Ovechkin rigged the the vote (laughs) for the Washington commanders. um, And that way, his Russian influence can spread
2: apparently that that's got to be the only logical reason because I can't, I can't find a single thing in my like sports and graphic design mind, why they wanted to do that.
1: Well, not only that, I mean, they, their the logo and uniforms were pathetic, pathetic.
2: Yeah. Um, I I have a couple couple tweets that I I really liked. Um the one is from a big Washington fan. Um and obviously they're not happy with it either. I feel like the only people that are happy are the players and that's because like anytime you're going to get a new uniform, the people who get them are like, "Oh my gosh, these are great." Yeah, no they're not. Um Wait, but not this yeah, so this this person was like said there was no fan input considered uh during the rebrand. It has zero ties to the history of the team, zero ties I wouldn't say zero ties totally to um the place that they're located in. Uh but still not like not yeah, the but best they might my be opinion.
1: moving. They might be moving their stadium. Well, they might be forced to move their stadium.
2: Yeah. It took um, them eighteen months to do this, and like, yeah, that's that's, tough. that's just ridiculous that it took them eighteen months, and it just has Dan Snyder written all over it. And what are
1: your thoughts on the it's on the just numbers the here
2: of on the jerseys? what this team stand for stands for at the moment? Um, the black uniforms are atrocious, and the only only good thing about it is that it shows us that the two helmet rule is done. Yeah, like the the, the, all, the only the one helmet rule, and now that NFL teams can go back to two helmets, that is the only good thing about it. The freaking W on the top of the yeah. helmet, um, and Waluigi if you go,
1: logo, dude, it, if literally you on black, Jonathan Allen here. It looks like the Waluigi logo. He's got the mustache underneath it too. Oh,
2: if you if you're gonna go black, like, might as well go matte black at that point. Like, it seems so weird to have their nice matte like satin finish um
1: on the burgundy
2: yeah on the burgundy helmet and then just go plain black on the alternate and it's like and this this goes back to my my thing that I've always been a firm believer in you do not need black in a color scheme that didn't have black in it before it's just unnecessary and there's a I know there's a ton of people that are like, man, the black having a black alternate is always such a cool idea. And really, at the end of the day, it's not if there's not a need for it, there's not a need for it. All right, I will push back on that with uniform. one
1: team. I will push back on that with one team. And that is the Tennessee Volunteers. And anytime okay. they put black into their uniform, specifically football, I think it makes it look a bit better.
2: I will I will agree with you with that. Uh, here's a very interesting one that, uh, I can have you think about is that we're, I, we're tailing off a little bit of, um, football, but well, no, 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 let me get
1: you on the commanders then real quick, because okay. what's going on with the numbers? Like what the shit am I looking at college?
2: <laughs> I, I mean, mean, that's what I'm, it really, reminds me of the
1: Browns and Jaguars when they redid their uniforms five years ago, and then they had to redo it three
2: years later. It looks like what you guys did, uh, over at Utica on your shoulders, but like times a thousand plus some steroids on the numbers.
1: Yeah, we t- we still had stripes. It just at the end, it yeah, looked like it was breaking <laughs> apart, and like this they're putting it right in the numbers and on the white sleeves, uh, the white jersey sleeves. Like at least the red, the sleeves are all. Or the burgundy, the sleeves are all put together and stuff, but like
2: there's nothing consistent about any of these uniforms. I, yeah, and and the, also another thing that really bugs me is once again the black uniform. Why the hell do you have two lines surrounding the nameplate on the black uniform? That's just gross.
1: They have like, it on the they have it on the burgundy on the front too.
2: Uh, it's just it's that's, so that's the word mark,
1: bro. Like that's. <laughs>
2: It looks stupid. Maybe, maybe I'm just too much of a traditionalist. Um, no, you're not, because this is a mess. It looks like a mess. They're getting it's roasted. Just not, it's not professional at all. Yeah. It it's looks Snyder. like an XFL team. And that's, that's a normal thing uh, people would say. But you know what? Right now, I saw what the XFL teams looked like. Uh, what a couple, couple springs ago.
1: Yeah.
2: They look a lot better than what the fucking Washington commies are wearing right now i mean it's
1: arguably gonna be worse than the jags uh gradient helmet oh my god those were Um, abysmal but just also i wanted to to mention like in terms of recent rebrands for franchises the only ones i could really think of were the guardians that just switched um yeah that's what i was
2: gonna say as well and then Um, the the
1: ducks going from the mighty ducks to the ducks and they flipped the whole color scheme logo jersey like i guess that was a rebrand
2: I, I I do see a lot of things on Twitter as well. And like a lot of people weren't happy with the Guardians um, name change as well. And I think that just comes down to politics and tradition. But like, if you're going to do a rebrand, do it right. And I feel like the Cleveland Guardians did it right. I mean, they had ties to their city. They had ties to their franchise. And honestly, I think it's a good rebrand. And everything about this one feels so rushed which is hilarious because it took them two years to figure it out it's just not good
1: yeah it's pathetic i mean the guardians looks a bit rushed in terms of like the official logo i think in terms of like they they made it look like the old indians word marks and stuff so that way the uniforms don't really change it's just if it's at indians or guardians like that's whatever yeah um but I can easily, they, this is a logo that they threw out there, and I'm sure they'll get a team in in a couple of years to be like, all right, let's get something like real, real good looking uh, going here. Because teams do that all the time, but it was something that they needed to get out. And that's why, like you said, it looks super rushed for Washington, which is hilarious considering how long it took. And uh, like you also said, no consistency across any. There's no consistency from the logo to the word mark to the home away slash alternate jersey to the from the helmet stripe to the shoulder stripe on the jersey to the pants not having stripes or one stripe. Like it's
2: just a mess, which is at this point, it's kind of funny. Like. All right. I understand when they switched to the Washington football team that they stuck to like a stereotypical W um, because it was a placeholder like, but they couldn't have came up with a better logo throughout that entire time.
1: I was going to say they took the same logo and added some lines through the middle.
2: Like, honestly, like even when they were the Redskins, like their logo was good. It was classic and they had multiple versions. I mean, they could have gone to the scripted R um, or honestly, hey, you got a new team name. Go to a scripted C. You know how I'm a big fan of scripts, but like um, just honestly, the
1: patch, the patch that they got isn't I think that's the best part of the whole thing.
2: It is, but it's still so lazy compared to what they could have done. Right. I mean, I mean, well, I think just that might be about,
1: that that might be kind of where I'm coming from is like if the pat the shoulder patch is the best thing that you did, uh, like whoever brought this in, in in the design meeting, go back to go back to square one and and let's restart this thing. Like, what the hell?
2: Now, now, if we're like talking about trademarks, right? The uh San Antonio uh commanders, when they were playing in the AAF, obviously you can't. Like steal their logo, but they seem to steal everything else about their branding. Um, <laughs> but their <laughs> their logo is freaking incredible, and their helmets were super cool too. Like, you're telling me that all the people on their design team can come up with a professional looking pro-ready logo, and all you guys can come up with is a W. I mean, like, even the W itself. Doesn't look fit to be in college, and I have seen some pretty darn darn good letters in college football. Uh, they're everywhere. Wisconsin, you know, <laughs> Wisconsin, Northwestern. I mean, come on, there every single team. There's a whole yeah. TikTok page. Well, I mean, I'm also looking at the San Antonio <laughs> Commanders
1: right now, and they put the Alamo in the background of oh, a shield. It's gorgeous. Yeah, but like, and you know. One San Antonio gets a nice little cop out on every logo. You chuck the Alamo in the background and people are going to be like, oh, let's go San Antonio it's our history. Um, so that's nice. But like also for the, you know, Washington commanders, you could easily do the Pentagon or Capitol building or something. Or you know, you're
2: monument like, you're like right in,
1: in right around the nation's capital. You could so easily do monuments, something like that.
2: So many, mo- so many monuments. And like, come on. If the capitals can do it, then you guys can do it. They got the Capitol building and the eagle on their secondary logo, yeah. But they made it arguably, all red because
1: OV came in and rushed, which is
2: arguably the best secondary logo in like all of sports. I still wish I they, easily... I still,
1: I still miss the uh, the teal, weagle. black, and gold,
2: the weagle uh era, yeah,
1: yeah, that was great. Only the goalie, baby,
2: hell yeah. Yeah, no, everything about this um, is just not good. Um, so I definitely want to touch on my point that I was going to get to earlier. And um, a, a little reminder of what you said back in the day um, is that you always wanted New Jersey to get a black alternate. Correct. And they finally have a black alternate. And um, it definitely reminds me of uh, this this rebrand. Um, just rush not good um, and I feel like if the, if there was a team to get a black alternate it would be the devils um, but like if you don't have black in your team colors there's no need for it you're it's also the same as the bills was there a need to go to Navy absolutely not
1: need is it, is it necessary is it necessary for me to drink my own urine no but it's sterile and I like the taste the taste <laughs> Um, so how about our boy, Brian Dable getting the old head boy gig over there at the Giants?
2: Um, I'm very happy and I'm very happy that, I mean, uh, I have a lot of Giants fans back at school and they're like, all right, tell me a bit about this guy. I'm like, uh, what, what can I say? Like, sometimes I freaking love him and sometimes he drives me up a wall, um, and I feel like that's a perfect coach for the New York Giants.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know about that. Yeah, I I, I do agree with you, though. He sometimes I like him when he gets out of his own way, and you can say that about any coach. You know, they all like to outthink themselves and outcoach themselves. But man, when Dable gets in his own friggin' way and becomes so predictable that it's pathetic, it it is frustrating. Because when common fans are saying. You know, the obvious of what Brian Dable is doing, which is player He's doing plays over players in situational football third and one. And we're doing a motion across retrace jet sweep option instead of giving Josh running, the ball and getting the one yard running
2: the damn ball. One right. yard with Josh.
1: Um, so he yeah, I got some some issues with how Dable did some things here, but in all reality, he's like a lot of other coaches. There's games where he has unbelievable game plans and there's not a thing that can go wrong that day and things are clicking. And then there's other days where they come in and it's like, why did you come into the game thinking that that was a good option?
2: We had a good idea if they ran the ball.
1: Yeah. Oh, the Pete Carroll special. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Our game plan was perfect for if they pounded the rock. um, (laughs) I don't know. I will be interested to see how he does there. Obviously, I'm rooting for him, and the Giants are kind of, kind of my NFC very, team. Very, so. very
2: interesting quote by Dable um, regarding Daniel Jones, because uh, they they asked him, "Do you think Daniel Jones will have the same progression as Josh?" And he was he basically just said no, straight up.
1: Well, yeah, that's he, the right. That's the right answer.
2: Yeah, um, which. One, love that for Buffalo, love that for Josh. Um, it is the right answer, but if you want to really appeal to the media and you want to really appeal to your locker room especially, I think confidence in your quarterback uh, that's not having
1: helps. That's not having no confidence in your quarterback, Ben. You're saying that he's not going to progress as one of the best quarterbacks in the league, which was an unparalleled, unheard of rise. Like, that's, that's that's the reason it's the right answer. There's no reason to think Daniel Jones, who had, what, two years? Well, yeah, two and a half years of, of okay quarterback play under turmoil and whatever is not oh, going to yeah. progress the same as the guy who had the same offense and organization from day one who put everything around him. Like, yeah, of course he's not going to progress the same. Duh, he hasn't. It's impossible to at this point.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with you on that point. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I got to really say about that. I think
1: um, – I, I, I'll say this. I think Joey Shane and Brian Dable sold John Mara on the Buffalo Rebuild, rebuild, which is let us take this average NFL roster because that's what the Giants really are. They're a mediocre NFL roster with an average starting NFL quarterback, Tyrod Taylor, and still, they say – we can make the playoffs with this in year one, but then we are going to, and, and as a
2: sell, the entire team,
1: we're going to blow it up, but we're also going to do part of that during year one. We're still going to try to make the playoffs. Like we're going to be competitive and then we're going to blow it up. So I can easily see them trying to do that with Daniel Jones, where it's just like, let's see how successful we can make this very average guy. Well, we go look for the guy of the future. And then we can get, we can, you know, try to recoup some assets for said player. Um, and that also gets you like a three-year kind of guarantee and clear steps. Like, are they competitive year one to prove themselves as coaching staff? Is the that's an easy answer? Yes or no? How close are they to making the playoffs or being five hundred? Year two, blow it up. How competitive can you be while blowing it up um, so that you don't you don't get the calls for your head from the fan base for tanking? That like that's you got to be like six and ten, five or well six and eleven five and 12 now. Um, And then by year three, you have to be competitive again, have to be close to 500 and or playoffs.
2: And or playoffs. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And in in that division, um, I feel like a wild card spot is still very much possible. Um, If, if we were to go into year three, because who knows what um, Dallas will look like in three years. I mean, they in theory should still be good and who knows what the Eagles will look like in three years um based on the development of their team and uh washington in my mind is forever going to be lost in the sauce
1: <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of my thought too is like the the division has been a tire fire for the past two years if which one is franchise not, can have stability and a plan they can probably rise to the top and i
2: think which well, is not like that east
1: i well i disagree I think what the Bills capitalized on is that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick had division on such a lock that the bottom three teams were constantly beating the shit out of each other um, to try to be number two. And basically they broke it down, tore it down, and outweighed the end of the dynasty. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of what that came down to. I don't think the Giants would have the same problems overcoming the, the Cowboys as the Bills did the Patriots with Tom Brady and Bill Oh Bill no. J.
2: So you're that's not what I'm saying. I, I think anything. Yeah. Yeah, you not I think are, you're right in that, to that point
1: that it's not the AFC East but I do think that they have the ability to make some noise
2: um in the I sense that I just three. said. Your bottom three is still definitely more AFC East than your top one, which is the, the Cowboys and the Exactly. Patriots. It's still a because tire fire. Because your Eagles are definitely um like dolphin wor- worthy. Like they always have a hang uh, around com- they always have a competitive team, always have a team that can can or just misses the playoffs. Um, and then your Washington is the Jets. They just can't fucking figure it out. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I guess that makes the Giants the Bills. Let's go, baby. Yeah. So you got um, anything else for the good of the order there, pal?
2: Yeah, I, I still think that's a pretty good segue for uh, what I was about to say real quick. Um, is that I I like the Bills hires um, in replacement of uh, Dable. And um, I wanted to ask you this question. When Ken Dorsey got hired, which news were you more excited about? Tom Brady retiring or Ken Dorsey coming, staying in Buffalo?
1: Ken Dorsey. I didn't care about the Brady news. Okay, because
2: I was pretty much on the same pace.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I care Um, much more about the future of our offense and who's going to be, who's basically going to have some level of control over our franchise quarterback. Uh, that worried me way more than a quarterback who's been out of our division for two years now and is arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, but I no longer have to worry about him.
2: Yes. Um, And I I'm really interested to see what our offense looks like um, next year, especially um, just the schemes. And I, I was very interested in the play calling Now that Dable is gone. Um, And I really like the Joe Brady hire as well for the quarterback coach. I mean, he got fired um, from the Panthers job because he wasn't running the ball enough. So perfect. Make him the quarterback coach. You don't have to worry about running the ball.
1: So here's here's my thing with that. Like, part of me loves that. And the other part of me goes, so you really wanted to give Teddy Bridgewater, PJ Walker, Cam Newton, and or Sam Darnold – the reins to the offense when you had Christian McCaffrey and now I get it. Christian McCaffrey was like, he's always banged up. He's he's, he's got that knock on him at this point of his career. Um, And he can catch passes out of the backfield. So he's not useless in the passing game, but at the same time, what is the proper utilization for your best players on the offense and the guy who's getting the ball to your best players? Um, Not running the ball, not, not running the ball. Now, is it, Matt Rule more an issue saying I want more of like a 45-55 uh, split versus like a 35-70 yeah. or 65 split kind of thing. So I don't really know all of that, but just part of me does kind of go, eh. On the other, on the other hand, former OC, also, former national champion yeah. with Joe Burrow, had head coaching interviews about, last year. Sign me up.
2: The thing that I'm more excited about is that I feel like Obviously, he's just the quarterback coach, so he doesn't have too much um, say in really what's going on with our offense. I mean, that's going to be feel like more Ken Dorsey and Josh himself. Um, So like just another guy with experience, though, Um, as you were saying, like he worked with Joe Burrow and like, I don't know. I I think that I like his resume and um, I like where he's going and you know where we'll always be the uh the Carolina Panthers Jr. but 10 times better and we're, we'll start feeding all of our old guys to the Giants and they can be the uh Carolina Billy Panthers Jr. the third no <laughs> I like
1: I like uh, uh I don't know yeah I don't know what name I was gonna go there I guess Billy Jr. or Will Billy um, Jr. yeah
2: Buffalo Bill
1: Billy Bob Jr.
2: Billy Bob Jr., Weenie (laughs) Hut
1: Jr., Weenie (laughs) Hut General, something like that.
2: It's all the same.
1: Anything else for me?
2: That that's all I got.
1: That's all bold claim Ben's got today. That's that you got no bold claims for us on the Super Bowl any any betting kicks and tips now that it's
2: legal. Absolutely not. Love that. I, I am not old enough, apparently, according to the sports book. Which is
1: correct, but you know, you'd still like to make your bold comment.
2: Oh, 100%. Yeah. So. But, you know, I, I definitely came here today with one thing in mind, and uh, I had my rant about Washington. So, yeah.
1: Washington football team felt the full wrath of Ben Yelich. Dan Schneider has now considered selling the team um, and giving <laughs> into the pressure from the league to build a new stadium, thanks to Ben Yelich himself if All one right.
2: man's got to do it i'll do it <laughs> hey somebody's got to make the
1: sacrifices <laughs> exactly. if you have to be the martyr i guess that's the way it goes that'll do it for us uh for hats tats and stats this i don't know probably not going to be the longest episode ever but it's a thursday and we had to get it done always nice chatting with uh bold claim ben over there and uh, go saxons buddy hell yeah go saxons go bills really but yeah Go bills. oh oh actually before we take off Josh Allen screwing over the Pro Bowl to go down to to Pebble Beach and golf. Let's go, baby. That's my QB. That's how we'll sign off.
0: Come on. Get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. And we got to drive 75 yards. All right. We could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up, get to the line, and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready! Sit, motherfucker.